Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Matt Gordon. Where are we, Matt? We're at the Brush Emporium in downtown Brush. Downtown Brush. They Brush laid Emporium. bricks for us. They did lay bricks for us. Actually, uh, last week we had Madeline on. La- oh, last week, the That's last right. time we saw Madeline. We've not seen Madeline for a <laughs> so long week. ago. A solid week. I have no idea what she's been up to since the last time we talked. She might have skipped town for all we know. We well, no. She said she was going to do that. She's like, I'm running out of town. I'm getting out of here. I got to go sell holistic home and health things and hot sauce. <laughs> That's what she said verbatim. I remember. Emphasis that. on the hot sauce. I want the hot sauce so bad. Just but we haven't tip. seen her in a week, so it's really hard to get. Just a tip. This is such a. I love this rant, like running joke for your every episode I'm on. Yes, we haven't seen her in a week. <laughs> a whole week. <laughs> Although just a tip hot sauce is excellent. I'm, I, well, I want to plug all the other things she does because the hot sauce isn't the only thing. It's just a great thing, and all the other things are great, too. So it's like we have another guest on today. Her name's whatever. <laughs> I am whatever. Megan Orca, how are you? I am doing all right. How are you guys? Doing very well. You and I will have a conversation. Is that okay? And yeah. this guy right here. What are we doing? I accept uh, it. Uh, Megan Orcutt, I'm excited to have you on here. Uh, one of the first people I asked to do the podcast was your husband, Matt Orcutt. Yes. Who's a massive puss because he wow. is not doing it. Oh. Obviously. I'm wow. here to show him up. Well, <laughs> Matt, I think you're cool, dog. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You don't know him. You don't need to know you. him. You I don't know get him, to Matt. have an opinion. Matt's, Matt's no Matt's. Um, We're connected. That's uh, right. There's a lot of Matt's in his life, actually. Yep. On the ground. Sometimes in the shower. I only see him from the waist down. Yeah, I know how that sounds. From the waist down. Right after I talked about the shower, he's all right. A, he's a mechanic, so he's uh, always under a truck. Every time I walk by, he's, he's always under a truck. Did you know Larry's uh, ass is nicknamed the truck? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Matt O'Cut and I are lovers. It comes out now. It's awkward. It's about time. We're going to uh, need a salve. Finally. I was say we're I need a salve. It's okay. Madeline, I know someone. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's <laughs> a callback. Do you see that callback right there? He did that callback a whole week after we saw her. How crazy. <laughs> okay. Can we, can we get going, you homophobe? <laughs> sure, I, whoa. So whoa, judgy. So whoa. judgy, right? <laughs> wow. God, I can't yeah. believe you said that. Such a hater. You know? All right. Uh, well, listen to our professional podcast thingy. I'm not going to... You know what? I'm so not gonna, I'm not gonna go to your thing in the park anymore either. <laughs> Buying hot sauce and peanuts or whatever the hell you sell hot down sauce there. is so good, dude. Oh, you have no God. idea. I'm gonna get a hold of her and see if I can just have some delivered. I'm not going <laughs> to your park thing. Could. I refuse to he support can you. Out Etsy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Megan, you are in cahoots <laughs> <laughs> with Madeline Hagen and the uh, holistic cahoots. fair that's coming here next week in February 18th. I am in cahoots with her for this. Awesome. Yes. How long have you guys been doing this together? Not very long. Um, we actually met at Bob's Stock. Really? Oh, very cool. Yeah. She uh, um, she bought a couple of my journals, and then we just kind of started working from there. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it was kind of exciting. You don't, you know. Were I don't you? usually take people home from fairs, but. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know. Apparently, your husband's humping some fat guy at work. It's only fair. It's fair, right? Yeah, fair. <laughs> and it's all found out. It's weird. So <laughs> This is great. I love this. Thank you for being here. Were, <laughs> Anytime. Were you into the holistic stuff before you met Madeline, or is it she um, kind of open your eyes to it? Yes. I'm more in like a like a magical side of everything. Okay. So I've always done uh, like more of like the – I do the tarot and like a lot of divinations. I do tarot. I read runes like the old Vikings runes. Right, or, right, right. You know, like that kind of thing. Nordic. Um, all of Europe really has runes everywhere. But nice. mo- pe- most people associate it to the Vikings. Okay. Um, and then I do pendulum readings with the crystals, that mm. kind of thing. So Interesting. Yeah, I kind of hopped in because I decided to – make my own grimoire which is like a spell book basically okay so i was trying to figure out how to book bind and then i was like you know what maybe i'll try selling these and see if i can make some money here 
So, okay, here's a, maybe an ignorant question. You said make yeah. your own. So you're, what does that mean? I mean, are you... I guess I don't know what that means. That's all right. So I literally make the book like from scratch. So like I get all the paper, sew all the paper together and then make the book covers and then put it into the book covers using like gaff tape from like theater. Okay. You know, that's cool. Do you put spells in there for them to use or those are just yours to use? I'm working on that one right now. So I sell them blank right now to people. So like some will have like aged paper and then like. I fold little papers. So they have pockets in it, so you can just like shove shit in your notebook. Nice. And then, because um, I've always just been like, you know, you put something in your notebook and it falls out when you're walking. Oh yeah. So now we have pockets in our notebooks. Pockets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and po- then a uh, pocketbook. <laughs> a literal pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So then eventually I'm gonna actually sell things that have like writing in it. Like I'm working on a mead making book to teach people what? how to make mead because we love making mead in my house. I've heard. It's uh. The first two were awful, but we have mastered it since then. I think we made like a cleaner. Like I think we could really compete with Lysol at this point. Really? But <laughs> once we mastered that, the rest has been pretty, pretty delicious. I'm so excited about this. I love me making. Um, you wouldn't know this about me right away, but I am crazy steeped in Ren Fair, and I just go absolutely nuts for it. And I work with all yes. sorts of those people to make some cool stuff. Our favorite thing is Ren Fair. We do a Ren Fair in Kansas every year. Actually, we've been there since the first year it started. That it's called the incredible. Silver Sage Renaissance I've Festival. Heard of it. Yeah, it is the best. Like. Like the best. Last year, there was a guy that was like legit Odin walking around with like an eye patch and a walking stick. He was my favorite human. Better Ooh. than the Larkspur one. Yes. Wow. I love Larkspur, but That's this like one my... was just a better, like, it had a better, like, community kind of vibe. There's okay, literally like a that. chunk of Vikings that actually, like, camp there the whole night. Wow. And they, like, have, uh, like, a little built, like, Viking village that you can look at with little, like, things to show, what? like, what Iceland, like, used to look like and stuff like that. Wow. It's, like, just, it's a really cool experience. And, and there's a guy named Red the Mercenary. You pay him a dollar and he'll insult anyone you point at. I love that. All there's, right, hold up. I got to He talk made a ton of for, money. For the next hour. <laughs> hold on a second. Look, before we do that, welcome to the Blocker Podcast. <laughs> welcome to the Red Fair Podcast with Matt. If you do the podcast, what yeah, we do is we bring on a guest. <laughs> If you're new to the podcast, what we do is bring on a guest, Stacey Megan Orcat. What she's going to do is tell us three stories about her life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's actually borrowed, made up, or partially made up. Now, Megan, don't go into great detail, but your bullhucker, is it borrowed, is it made up, or partially made up? It's only a light facade. Okay, so oh. it's partially made up. Yep. All right. Light facade. I've never heard it described that way. <laughs> Behind the facade of this innocent-looking bookstore. The Red and Fair <laughs> bookstore. Right. So, okay, now we can go back into your nerdum. Yeah, can we shut up about your podcast for a second? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about the Ren Fair. Um, when does it happen in Kansas? Um, it's in June. I think this year it is the 10th and 11th. Whatever is the weekend days. My birthday is the 10th in June, so I know it's that day, and then it's one of the days that's It's only one weekend? Yep. I might be making a trip. Yeah. Because I'm down to explore Ren Fairs. I've been to many, so I'm like, I'm all uh, about it. It's fantastic. The first yes. one was a nightmare. That should have been one of my stories. But uh, the last ones are better. <laughs> well, you can come back and tell those because I want to hear more about oh, this that's on a the Ren Fair edition of the Bullhugger yep. podcast. Yeah, we'll do a whole Ren Fair edition. I have many stories. You can take Matt with you, but I warn you, it's like radiation. He's only good in small doses. <laughs> <you know? laughs> we'll just keep him in the trunk. <laughs> that's exactly good. That's right. That's where we put like, people. Everybody in, in, well, I'm just saying, we don't king shame here, and so you guys should be mad where I like to be placed, okay? Put, put him there. <laughs> The dead hooker pocket, that's what we call it. So yes. in the trunk, something, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's two days in a row. Larry's had hookers on his brain the last couple of days. You hookers, talked about it last night, too. Hookers on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> the record is coming soon, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. see, we'll see. The broken hooker record. So, 
Megan, are you ready to tell some stories? This is great. I think so. Uh, all right. We got three great ones. Matt, you want to read them off? I always love to read these off. And uh, we are going to talk more about the February 18th uh, Holistic Fair. So we'll do that right after the stories. Cool? <laughs> that works. Okay. Absolutely. And we'll talk more about the Ren Fair, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have Call of Duty Snake Ops, Cabin Ghost, and Flushed in Sync. <laughs> so there's a ghost story. I like it. You have the Call of Duty, which you got a little wood on. It was weird. You got like aroused. I didn't like it. Uh, it's like uh, Ren Fairs, man. They do it for me. And being shoved in trunks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't kink shame, though, right? No, we don't kink shame. On I never heard that until I, I met Matt. And he said kink shame. Yeah, I mean, we don't kink shame that's, here. That's, that's, I almost Everybody's genius. accepted here. Everybody's <laughs> accepted here. All right. You picked last time. So do I get to pick this time? Nope. Okay. Pick one up. Awesome. Um, the one you probably want to hear, Cabin Ghost, is mm-hmm. my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to pick Call of Duty because you made fun of me and I'm offended. <laughs> uh, what I would rather hear is Flushed in Sync. I like it. All right. So this is like a early teenage story that had happened to me. Um, so as a teenager, this was like probably late 90s because NSYNC is involved. So, you know, right. pre-Justin Timberlake era when he was just... A wee six-foot guy with ramen hair. Ramen noodle hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be May. Exactly. So I had to go to their concert, obviously, because I'm a teenage girl, and that's what we did. So it was me and then two other friends. Um, I actually can't remember which ones went with me, which is (laughs) awful. So they're probably never going to talk to me again. Megan. (laughs) What's up, two mystery friends? Yeah, two mystery friends. The unnamed. Not going to the Ren Fair. I can't. Well, so I went to a couple NSYNC concerts in my childhood because I was a loser. So... (laughs) I know some of the people that went. I can't place which concert they were at oh, with I see. me. <laughs> I see. Nice. But uh, there was two of my friends. So my mom is going to drop us off because this is pre-license, right? Right. So she goes to drop us off. She borrows my grandma's car because she has to pick my grandma up from the airport. What kind of car are we talking? It was like a Suzuki sidekick. <laughs> yeah. So like. Hey, high school Larry would have been super jealous <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> So she drives us there. She drops us off. It's at Mile High Stadium, like, before it got really shitty, like, when it was, like, the cool version. Yeah. Yeah. So Mile High Stadium, she drops us off. We go in there, and we're like, this is so great. And we have our posters with all the glitter on them that you can't actually put up because no one can see if you do. Right, right. But we spent hours on it anyway. So we go in. We do our thing. It's been a fantastic concert. We had lots of fun. We went back out to wait for my mom, and she's not there. So we're like, well, okay, this isn't good. Like, this is the middle of the night. We're in Denver, and we don't know what to do because we're young and, and stupid. Yeah, right, right. So I have, like, the little brick phone, like a Nokia, you know, <laughs> like, before they were cool and flippy. It was right, just, like, right. and you have, like, limited minutes. And the antenna was, like, super stiff you could stab somebody with? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got so I'm, I'm trying kid. to get a hold of her. I don't get a hold of her. Finally, we see a Camaro pull-up, which is not what she's supposed to be in, and it's... Like, I look in there, and it's my Uncle PJ driving, and my grandma is in the passenger seat with her luggage, and then my mom is in the back seat. So, I mean, it's like, you know, a late 80s Camaro, like right. Z28. There's no back seat. Where are we going, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how are me and my friends going to, go, like, get in there? So we're like, what is happening? Like, we can't fit in there. What are we going to do? And my mom was like, okay. So I went to pick up your grandma. I went to the bathroom while I was in the airport. 
she didn't know that they had transitioned over to like the automatic flushing toilets, right? <laughs> so she goes to go to the bathroom. She goes to like, you know, squat, drop the pants, the keys fall out. Oh God. They hit the toilet. She turns around and it flushes. And it was no. like the, you know, like before they figured out that they didn't need no. the toilets to like suck the entire bathroom in. So like they yeah. were super aggressive. Right. And she was like, they were just gone. <laughs> I like that she says super aggressive, like the toilet had some kind of tattered childhood where it was, where it was abused. Yes. <laughs> they were terrifying. Like, I know when I sat on them, I always thought it was going to, like, eat me when I was a kid. Right, right, right. So <laughs> she had Sorry. to go. That's awesome. <laughs> she had to go meet my grandma and explain to her that, like, she was here to pick her up. But <laughs> in a Camaro. They couldn't leave in the sidekick. They hadn't even called my uncle yet. Because she had to meet her at the at the door to like make sure she didn't get lost. So she's like, "Yeah, right. so I flushed your car keys. Oh, no. um, we have like 30 minutes to go get the grandkid and her friends, and we don't have a vehicle anymore." And she was like, "Oh my God, the only way you can get those is through the dealership because it was like new at the time." Sure. Oh no. <laughs> so they use a payphone because 90s, and um, <laughs> they call my uncle. He is at a baseball game for his work, so he has to forfeit the game. His whole team loses. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and they used to drive from, um, they were at like Ruby Park. So that's like, I think it was like 30, 40 minutes from the airport. Oh, so geez. he like drives as fast as possible, which was pretty fast. He got there quick and picks them up and then they come get us. So then we have to squish into the back. So the, my grandma's like sitting in the front seat. All of her luggage is sitting on her lap. So she's just like, yeah, <laughs> this is great. And then we all pile in the back. So it's me my friend and then my mom was next to us we're like the three and then we put um the poor kid the boy was the smallest actually of all of us so we made him lay on top of our laps and oh. then like put our arms over him and hunkered him down while we like drove down the road to get back home if you're a head on collision that, that's gonna work it's, it's totally fine yeah, yeah, he fine. would probably be the only one that lived if yeah. we're honest yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah then we get home and then like the worst part was then everyone had to call their parents to get rides home because we could no longer give them rides home because PJ was like, I did my best. I got you guys to safety. Like you guys made me forfeit my baseball game. So like you all can fuck off for like a good week or two. <laughs> yeah. PJ sounds like a good uncle though. I mean, yeah. Respect <laughs> PJ. That's, nice. That's a man who can set boundaries. You want to know why? Because you got to tell the people that they're forfeiting yeah. the game because somebody flushed their keys down the toilet. That's yes. like, you know, an aggressively pissed off toilet. <laughs> Right. It's the toilet's fault. Uh, it yeah, shouldn't have been so angry. Yeah, I, I just I know exactly the sound you're describing too. Where it, they, it was they come at you quick, feel like you get sucked down for a second <laughs> and come back up. In yeah. time I went to Vegas, I, the, the hotel room I had had a toilet like that. When it flushed, it flushed. It flushed. Man. Like yeah, yeah. You you got rid of some shit in Vegas. You know, you just, <laughs> just don't blame me. Well, they were prepared. They knew yeah, who was coming. I was coming. gonna say <laughs> yeah. the truck. The truck's backing up today. Yeah, yeah but I'm telling you, man. Dropping the load. Yeah. <laughs> Be coming on in. When I when I saw it, I was impressed. I was like, ooh, because that's how <laughs> sorry I am. I was like, excellent plumbing, by the way. I don't can't tell you anything else. Any okay. other? How amazing it is that Americans are impressed by toilets that flush well and not like a bidet that can clean you better. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was powerful, man. Not aggressively powerful, <laughs> just powerful. So bidets are cool too, though. Right. Although they scare me. They scare you. 
What yeah. what about them? I think Cars 2, where it attacks <laughs> oh <my> Mater. God. <laughs> <laughs> you think what? <laughs> the movie Cars 2. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. Okay, I didn't know. I, 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 in a million years, I never would have, to anybody else in this world, uh, if I would have brought up bidets, I never thought they would bring up Cars 2 in relation to <laughs> it. You, That's you lost me with that reference. I was like, yeah. I it's a movie for kids? Yes. Yeah. Um, with Cars. Although I did see the first Cars movie on my 21st birthday because that's, you know, what I do. I'm a yeah. cool person. See? Uh, <laughs> it's the second one, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, that's it what the, the two one. was for. Okay, yeah. just so we're clarifying. I just want to make Smart sure ass. Cars... They're like, numerical. Yeah. It's an aggressively uh, flushing type movie. You know? All right, fair enough. So what do you think about that one, Matt? <laughs> Larry, Larry is so mad at me. I'm not mad at you. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. I pity you. Yeah. Right. Not with the camera's well, on. What did I think of this one? I think I respect Larry and I care about his friendship. That's what matters <laughs> to me the most. You didn't call her a liar. That's nice. You called Megan a liar. Madeline a liar. You didn't even know their names. <laughs> You called Madeline. It's, it's, well, it's because we talked to her last week. It's That's been so last long. Week. We haven't seen her all week. It's been so long. I hope she's gotten over it, you prick. Um, she's like, <laughs> who even is that guy? Uh, Flesh and sink. Um, no, I'm pretty sure she's a big fat liar. So <laughs> I think that, yeah. Uh, she, did, she did say at the beginning that it was a light facade. I couldn't think of a lighter <laughs> facade than keys flushing. Which part of that don't you think is true? Uh, what the key flushing? The actual key flushing? No, no, no. The keys got flushed. <laughs> the, the keys definitely got flushed. Those keys are gone. That's a good story. I would say maybe PJ forfeiting his game and picking them up in a Camaro seems a little odd. Uncle Ed worked for a sewage company, Metro, in Denver for years. And you get to see all the stuff that gets flushed all the oh, time, yeah. like money. He says you wouldn't believe the money that gets flushed, oh, right? Oh, my God. And some of those guys pull it out and keep it, right? I mean, whatever. Hell, yeah. There's some guy who pulled Bleak. those keys out to a brand-new Suzuki Samurai like he wanted on the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just walking through parking lots. He's just the button. Trying to beep it. Yeah. It's got to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to smell his shit get covered hand. That is awesome. <laughs> Larry, what uh, do you think of the story? Uh, you know what? I, um, I, I'd hear a second one, but I think that's, I think that's true. Okay. A lot of a lot of detail. So no, I'm a detail guy. So I think it's true. All right, ready for another one? Sure. You know what? I am going to do something out of the kindness Ooh. of my heart and oh, leave whoa. yours till the end. Really? Yes. Thanks, man. Yes. Aww. Although you've been mean to me this whole time. That's a romantic you. gesture. I, secret, I love this man. I secretly hate you, but I need you, so I tolerate you. That's how we. Okay. That's love. Aww. Necessity. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's hear. Cabin Ghost. Awesome. All right. Cabin Ghost. This is actually one of my favorite experiences. So I've had a lot of weird ghost shenanigans occur in my life. I mean, like, just from childhood all the way up to now, my house is a little weird. But I think maybe that's normal in Fort Morgan. Anyways. Yes. So uh, (laughs) we, uh, the cabin is in Pine. So it's like... I don't know if anyone knows where Pine is, but it's it's mm-hmm. like up in the mountains. Obviously, it's a cabin, but uh, it's like deep in the mountains, like right before Victor. It's like, like uh, I do know where that is. Yeah, like like that deep. It's like where nobody else was. Yeah, okay, that's a, yeah, that's except for there's like there's a couple other houses, and it was like this happened right at the beginning of this huge development coming in. It's not really alone anymore. Okay, right now someone has actually built like a driveway through the front of our property oh wow so like getting to the cabin i don't even know how to do it anymore but uh back then it was like kind of alone and then like there's like this cemetery over here which is kind of cool because there was like a little sunroom and it had uh like this mosquito netting around it and then you could go in there and like kind of see the graveyard which was i just always thought was cool as a kid yeah and then there's like this little typewriter that's like back from when the cabin was built like in the early 1800s Hmm. so it's a super cool place but it's like not 
you shouldn't stay there. It's not like insulated or like safe in any manner. <laughs> so Matt and I were like, we should go there. So <laughs> we cruise up there in our Buick, which also isn't like the best thing to take up a dirt road into the mountains. It's a like a 70 Buick Skylark, like an old A-body. Yeah, but you're with mechanics, we have two, so you're okay. So, <laughs> you know, you can lose one. That's and I brought my mechanic. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what you do, right? Yeah. You bring your mechanic, all the tools. I'm sure we were prepared. But, uh... Because we did a lot of spontaneous trips. We would go to, like, Nebraska spontaneously, Wyoming spontaneously. That would be a good story for a future one, too. The Wyoming trip was weird. Anyway, I digress. So we go to this cabin. We park it. We go inside. We're like, oh, man, it's super cool. Like, none of the lights work. So we light a bunch of candles. And then there's, like, two little lanterns that we light. And we pull out Monopoly because we're cool people. So we're playing Monopoly in right. this cabin all night, you know, drinking, having fun. It's a good time. Right. And he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? And then I had to break the news that there's only, like, an outhouse oh, because no. my family wasn't, like, planning to keep the cabin. Right, right. There's actually a huge thing where everyone's trying to decide who gets to keep the cabin to sell it. So everyone's kind of fighting over it, but most people who are fighting are now deceased. So now it's like nobody actually knows who owns it. Interesting. One person's name is Smith Spelled on the whole, like, who gets to keep it. So then, like... It's just in this weird limbo place. Right, right. <clears throat> so he, he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go to the outhouse. So he like goes out to the outhouse. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try to spook him. So then I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to sneak. I'm like hiding. And then I look over, and there's an actual ghost who's decided to like turn the tide on me. And it was like this basketball player looking guy. He was outlined in green, which I've never seen before. I've never had a colorful ghost in my life which actually kind of just scared me more. So now as a full-grown adult who isn't afraid of ghosts, I'm, like, panicking. And I'm hoping that Matt comes in so that he can see it. And this dude just literally walks all the way across the cabin from the weird mosquito netting place and then goes out the wall. I'm going to stop you there. So you said he's, he's in green. What's, what's normal? What, I mean, in your, in your experience, what's in normal? In mine, they just looked like people like normal coloring okay normal so he had a green glow about him and that's okay the outline it was like if you had drawn him on a piece of paper and instead of using black sharpie you decided to go like comic book green okay i got you okay so like his uniform was outlined in green the number was outlined in green he was the number 23 it it stuck because i like michael jordan yeah so (laughs) but then he goes and then like the second he went out i like started shaking i panicked and i ran out and i broke in the outhouse which was really gross because right. it already smells and the mats in there doing his right. business. Right, right, right. I was like, there's a ghost in there. And he was like, of course there's a ghost in there. There's like a graveyard right there. <laughs> like, like, are you an idiot? It's a natural <laughs> progression, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah. He was like, he probably came from there. And I was like, that's not quite how that works, but sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you try to tell me, Amway, of course yeah. he's here. I, I talked like, to him. He's here. Yeah. He's here. Yeah. I was like, we got to go. We got to go home. We got to get out of here. And he was like, we can't. We've been like, you know, drinking. We're stuck here. Yeah. yeah. Sucks for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we went back in and I did not sleep. Uh, I, the the jersey or anything like that was the jersey green or was it a different color under the green see hue? through like the, this guy was literally I could see everything behind him and then all that really stuck was that there was a green, green. outline like he was drawn like an outline and then he just had like a like a misty thing around him but basically I could literally see like the wood logs through him huh and Matt's not freaked out because this is normal for him too, yes? Uh, kind of now, but he was, he's kind of freaked out by ghosts. Like, he, he doesn't like that they're there, but he accepts that they're there, and he's willing to just, like, well, it's gone now. So he's got a haunted car. 
Yes. Yes, correct? The cutlass. Yes, because he told me this. this yeah, it's, uh, somebody <laughs> died in the cutlass. I can't remember the story the exactly. The owner died, and his wife died also, and they were both so attached to the car, they just stuck with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he was telling me this at work one day. <coughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, because a lot of weird stuff happens with this cutlass, right? Like, just, yeah, crazy yeah. shit happens with this cutlass. I want to see this has, car. The guy yeah. has a very specific <clears throat> idea of how it should turn out, and he makes sure that Matt knows that. Uh, yeah. So. And then we researched it and figured out that everything matched up. Like, all of what he was experiencing. Yeah, yeah. I took all the paperwork out of the glove box, and I, like, researched it and figured out who they were. And he was like, that's them. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's from the Springs. So a couple from the Springs haunts this car. Interesting. How big is the, uh, how big is the graveyard by this cabin? It's, like, a small graveyard comparatively to, like, a city graveyard. Mm. Like, about, like, the size of, like, a brush graveyard. I haven't seen the brush graveyard. Okay, Fort Morgan. You know, like the new part of the Fort Morgan one, where yep. it's like all the new stuff, not the old dead people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the about new the size dead of people. the new the dead new people. Dead. <laughs> okay, yeah. We call them the new dead. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they add people to this graveyard anymore. It's like really old. Okay. I mean, like when I was a kid and I went there, everyone was like, "Ah, oh, the old graveyard." That'd be interesting, though. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there and visit and like. Yeah. Are there modern headstones? Like, or no, is it all old school? Like, I've never seen a modern one there. No. Really? So I think Pine has a different graveyard that is, like, actually used, and I don't think this one's even really considered, like, hmm. that it's there anymore. It's crazy. How did, how did you detect that it was potentially a basketball player? Jersey. The jersey. What was, so that's what I was asking about earlier, is if, if you're seeing through it, the jersey itself was visible in some way. There was yeah. a team. The outlines. Oh, just the outlines, not like a so, logo or something like that. No, I didn't see the logo. I just saw the back. The outline, the number. Yeah. And could, could Okay, because I was thinking like Seattle Supersonics. So could could have been head. a rapper too. I mean, you know, whatever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a cool kid. Yeah. yeah. It could have right. been a kid in the 90s wearing yeah. uh, we a all, lot of green lights. We all did it, man. Yeah. This was like early 2000s. So <laughs> Interesting. Could be anything. Okay. Well, I was thinking, yeah. It's like the only modern-looking ghost I've ever seen, too, which is kind of weird. Like, usually I don't really get, like, a, I don't know, a jersey ghost. It's more like a a pocket watch or something, like, vest and old-school vibe. No, I've never seen anything like that Or, like, nothing. Or, like, I don't really see, like, clothing that gives me, like, a timeline. I'm just, like, this person. It's funny. There's a comedian that has a bit about that. Uh, Chris Farley's brother, I believe. Kevin Farley. Talking about how you never see new ghosts. Every time you see a ghost, it's like from the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Or you never see a ghost walking around in a suit with an iPad. It's true. <laughs> you know, you just never see it. So that's actually interesting that you actually did see one. See, yeah, and then I, I have that. Right, what do you think about that one, Matt? Uh, uh, that is also a massive lie. Uh, <laughs> ghosts, ghosts don't wear jerseys, from what I understand. Um, what do they wear? <laughs> I don't know what they wear. Uh, no, I, I think what's interesting about this... Uh, more than anything, the the idea of the graveyard being close by and then influencing some of what's going on. I mean, of course, I'm harkening back to like pet cemetery kind of setup thing, but I wonder, I wonder why in that cabin someone like that would just randomly appear. Like, there's there's got to be like a connection or a basketball player lived in the area or mm-hmm. something like that. But mm-hmm. I I am inclined to say that one is also true, which is making me nervous about Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. I actually have one in mind already. Wait, wait, let me, so. let me, what do you think about it, Larry? Oh, what do I think about it? Yeah. I, I think it's, I think most of it's true. So I. Most. Uh, I think it can be true. Um, we'll listen to Call of Duty first. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I caught you on something. So. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. We'll see. We'll find out. It, the thing I think I've caught around, I will say right now, is something that I've learned to look for over a hundred episodes. So it may turn out to be 
not uh, not true, but we'll see. We'll see what's going his on. His ass so. is the truck, but his mind is a human <laughs> lie detector. That's right. That's right. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I hope we're cut stabs you sees you. Right. All right. One more, buddy. This is the one I'm so excited to hear. <laughs> and if it's a lie, I'm going to be seriously disappointed <laughs> without even hearing the story. <laughs> Call of Duty Snake Ups. How, right. how many Call of Duties is into it? There's like 25. Because if you count mobile games, iPad games. How, that, how oh, new is this one? Snake Ops is not a game. Mm-mm. It's just a name that she's using. It's okay. not real. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. instead of Black Ops. Although, I got you. Okay. I love living in a world where you think Call of Duty <laughs> Snake Ops is a real game. Why they, wouldn't it be? They, just a bunch of snakes. I like that. Or like, like Gorgons. Instead of zombies, you could kill Gorgons. Isn't the guy's uh, name I think we can work it out. That's is, from Metal Gear Solid, guy. Okay. There was a snake. I don't know. Like, I haven't played any games on Satori. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I love All this. Right. All right. So, Snake Ops. Um. <laughs> I play Madden. Okay. I just love this, this world. I want to live in that world forever. Larry's like, all right, I can't wait to load up Snake Ops. <laughs> Sorry, Larry. It's just so great. I'm being nerd shamed. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. Good I'm point. being nerd shamed. We don't nerd shame on the Bullhucker podcast. Yes. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear what he said? He said snake ups. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. You're, I want to hear your story so bad. This is so fucking funny. That's okay. <laughs> you can take your time. It's the the image I have in my head is him with the controller and there's like legitimately a snake like hissing and holding guns wearing camo <laughs> slithering around different maps How and call that makes sense. I don't snake ops, dude. There's I don't a guy know. named Snake. Metal Gear Solid. It's a different game. It's, it's, a, different mil- game. it's a military game though. It sort of. It's more espionage in Metal Gear Solid than it is warfare. How's that not military? It is <laughs> under the umbrella of military. It's the same thing as saying emergency services, all police and firefighters are the same thing. Yeah, well they are. <laughs> First responders. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. It's, that doesn't even make sense. Police are different. Call of Duty Snake Ops. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty Snake Ops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this literally happened September 21st, which I know because we now call it Snake Day and have to listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because <laughs> you have to remember the 21st of September. My brother got involved in this, so now it's it's a literally annual holiday in our family. Okay. So, I'm back. Sorry. It's okay. That was so good. So I'm home alone because I've dropped Logan off at school. I dropped my brother off at school because he was a senior in high school. And Chase wasn't a real thing yet, so there's no toddler. So I'm just hanging out by myself. I go to let the dogs out, and then my pit bull freaks out and runs right back in the house. And I was like, what's in my sunroom? Because like, the way it works is they leave through the door that goes to our sunroom, and then there's a doggy door in the sunroom. So right. I don't have to, like, leave the house with them. So it won't leave. And I'm like, what is going on? So then I go out there, and then I hear, like, this, like, rattling sound. Oh, no. I know. And I look over, and there's a ginormous snake, like, hanging out in front of our, like, weird plug-in fireplace that came with the house that we just don't know what to do with yet. So right. it's right. out there. Right. And it's like, oh, my God. Because I have an epic fear of snakes. Like, an epic oh, fear of snakes. Oh, yeah. My stepdad had a snake, and it used to sneak out of its cage thing. <laughs> so, like, I slept every night knowing that, like, I just might wake up to a constrictor in my room. Sure. And I've never moved on from that. Nope. I just never. I can't. I can't. Right. So, I like, I, like, panic, and I go inside, and I, like, lose my shit by myself for a little bit. Yeah, sure. I and then too. my immediate decision is to try to scare it out of the sunroom. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> We love Nerf 
in my house. Awesome. So <laughs> I get my sniper Nerf rifle. <laughs> and like we have like this like um, ammo box of Nerf bullets. And I go and I park in the in the doorway to the sunroom with all of my ammo. And I'm just like shooting towards it to like spook it to get it to leave. You're not spooking it. You're just pissing it off, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> I learned that. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> it did try to leave, but right. then it couldn't figure out how to use the hole it came in on. Right. Like, it couldn't go back out the hole that it came in. It was just like, I don't understand this hole anymore. So it's just going around my sunroom, like, freaking out, and then it locks itself underneath. It turns out there's, like, an empty spot at the bottom of that fireplace, mm. and it hides in there. Now, how big is a snake, did you say? I apologize if you already said. Um, I think I only used the word ginormous. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, it was like six feet long. No, and it okay. was like this fat. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> nope. Yeah. nope. It was, no. It's the biggest snake I've seen. And like the constrictor my stepdad owned was large too. But this guy, I was like, I can't believe this thing is in my house. I don't know mm. how to get it out. I guess we don't use the sunroom anymore. Like, Yeah. No, bomb it. I don't know. I think we might have to move. Like, right, right. You're going to have to call in a precision <laughs> airstrike. Right, right. UAV yeah. to identify where the snake is. Exactly. Those are Call of Duty references. It is. That would be snake ops. It would be snake ops. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So I like... I panicked and I went and I sat down and I was like, what do I do? And then I decided the only thing I could do is get my brother home. So I text him and I'm like, how important is your school day to you? <laughs> and he was like, well, I mean, it's kind of important. It's my senior year. And I was like, I'm sorry, rephrase the question. How important is the rest of your day to you? Like, are your classes important? And he was like, they're gym classes. And I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. And he was like, oh, okay. So then he says he tells his teacher that there's a snake in the sunroom and he has to help his sister. And she literally helps him pack his bag and sends him on his way. <laughs> she <laughs> understands. Nice. She's like, dear God, son, you got to yeah. go. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I bring him home and then we're like, all right, how do we do this? And we both have our little guns and we're trying <laughs> to scare it back out from at least like where the fireplace is. So we're shooting the fireplace to try to get it to just come out so we can at least see it. Right. And then we realize it's not there anymore because I've driven away from the house and come back, right? Oh, shit. So it's somewhere else in the sunroom. Oh, no. So I was like, you know what? I think we have to call the professionals. So when we get in the phone book, well, the Google version of the phone book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. So we start Googling, and there's, like, wildlife. Um, I can't remember the other ones. We were picking anything that was related to wildlife, snakes, agriculture in general. I mean, we were right. willing to call anybody. Right. Sure, right. So the wildlife people are like, we don't do snakes. Try Parks and Rec. And we were like, all right. So then we try them, and they're like, we don't do snakes. So then we call, like, the pound, and I'm like, hey, I know you only do, like, fluffy things, but do you know who does do snakes? And they were like, yeah, the police. And I was like, the police don't do snakes. And they were like, yeah, you call the sheriff's office. The sheriff's office deals in snakes because no one else does. And I was like, I'm going to make this call, and when they tell me I'm stupid, I'm calling you back. Right, right, right. So I call the sheriff's office, and they're like, oh, yeah, we do snakes. <laughs> so it turns out you call the popo if you get a snake. Like, really? a, like a criminal. Well, like someone like a, breaks in your house or you get a snake, you call the police. That's like an armed assailant, though, so I could understand that. I guarantee every <laughs> sheriff's officer hates you for this. By yeah, the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they guys. do. Yeah, yeah. It's not everywhere else because I, that's not true if you live in the city. Right, you don't sure. call the sheriff's office. Right. I've asked because right. then I had to know. I was like, is this just like a local a thing? thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. So I called the sheriff's office and they're like, all right, we'll send someone out. It'll be like 
somewhere between five and 15 minutes. And I was like, five and 15 minutes. I can panic for five to 15 minutes. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. So then at this point, like Jared and I are like standing outside the house. We won't even go in the house. I know the door to the sunroom was locked and like, because it has two locks. We locked both. Because yeah. what if he opened the door? That's right. That's right. Grew, grew I don't a hand. trust these people, okay? Grew a hand. Yeah. yeah, of course. Snakes are sketchy. Yeah, they're crazy. We don't trust them. Yeah. So we're standing outside like in our driveway, like waiting for the sheriff, like watching. And then my neighbor, he was a nosy dude. He doesn't live there anymore. But he walked over and he's like, what you doing? We're like, oh, there's a snake in the sunroom. And he was like, oh, let me check it out. And then he goes in and we were like, like from afar. I mean, like two car lengths <laughs> yeah, away. Absolutely. Just yeah. watching yeah. him yeah. walk in there. Yeah. And yeah. he came back and he was like, I think it's a rattlesnake. And we were like, yeah, yeah, we're pretty sure also. And he was like, you let me walk in there. I was just going to try to bag it. I was like, what are you thinking? You can't just bag a rattlesnake. Yeah. Insane. It's, it's a six-foot snake. What, what, what if it's named a, the big old pussy snake? It's a six foot, you're still not going yeah. in there. You know what yeah, I mean? No. It's just not what you're going to do. I don't care. Like a yeah. six-foot garden snake, still not doing it. Amen, sister. Mm-mm, no, I don't like it. Testify. Yeah. Yeah, so then the sheriff gets there, and he comes out, and he's like, all right, where's the snake? And I'm like, oh, he's in the sunroom. And then, like, the door that goes into the sunroom from the outside is oddly small. Like, a lot of the pieces to our house were built different decades by different people. Right. Obviously, all different sized people. Right. So it's a very small door. So he has to, like, go in sideways, and he's, like, truffle shuffles into into the sunroom. And he's like, I don't see the snakes. And he's like, come show me where the snake is. Right. So I'm like trying to use like a stick. I'm like, it was there. <laughs> and then I think it went over there. <laughs> I like the fact that you've lost track of a six foot snake. That's Dude. tough. That's tough. It turned out it got scared. <clears throat> the snake got scared. Yeah. yeah. And it put itself into like a tiny ball and was underneath like this like burlap bag that had all of our like w- our weed and feed stuff in it yeah, right. so it was under there so he like gets it off and then he's using like what looked like little grabby hand yeah, things sure. that like toddlers yes, play with yes. yeah so he's using one of those trying to get it and it's like hissing and, like striking and then, like my brother's trying to like keep a shovel to like keep it away this thing like bit my brother's boot and, like thank god he had like seal toe boots right yeah, so then he jumped out, and he was like, you're on your own, buddy. Like, you're getting yeah. paid right now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. He finally gets it, puts it into, like, a little, like, burlap bag thing, takes it out, dumps it into this, like, large Tupperware tote thing. Yeah. And then literally looks at us and says, the lid doesn't really lock anymore. <laughs> and then just shuts the door That's to it. That's awesome. And Jared and I were like, you have to, like, to drive away from our house, you go on, like, the bumpiest road that's ever existed. Like, I haven't had a cup of coffee make it to the end of it. Right. And then over the train tracks. <laughs> we were like, you can't drive away like that. Like, do yeah. you want a heavy object? And he was like, it'll be fine. And then he got in and just drove away. So we spent, like, the next month making sure we saw him at, like, a traffic stop. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. He wasn't in a, a snake's belly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were certain he was dead. But, right. like, two weeks later, we did actually see him That's at cool. a traffic stop. And we were like, thank God he fucking lived. Let me take this time to say thank God for law enforcement. I mean, because uh, you know what I mean? People wonder why they get so mean and whatever. Oh it's God. because they got to deal with shit like that, you know? Meth yeah. cats, yeah. snakes. Yeah. 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 Cats, yeah. yeah. You remember meth cat? Yeah. It's insane what they deal with. They deal with some weird stuff, and uh, not just the people, right. yeah, which absolutely. is already a handful enough, I feel like. Right? They have someone that says, look, I've released a snake somewhere in the house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've been <laughs> shooting it with Nerf guns for the last hour, <laughs> yes. so it's definitely yes. pissed off. Can yes. you help us? Yes. I think it yes. was more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I mean, oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, thank uh, you for thank you for that. He said, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Would, do you want to shoot it a few more times to really piss it <laughs> yeah. off? Like go in there. Oh, Here, yeah. Here's my taser. Just have a ball. Why? When right. he sees this, he'll now understand why I was so angry. I never confessed to the Nerf bullet thing. A six foot really? rattler, huh? Wow. He's uh, he thinks it might out. have been a bull snake. Okay. Oh, I think it's he, just a bull snake. He might have been telling go. himself that while putting it into the Tupperware. Okay. I didn't look. I didn't care. It was yeah. leaving my house. No, that's crazy. It's not. Like, uh, I guess maybe I should have thought about it because if it was a rattler, it could have had like a little den of babies somewhere on my property. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. What do you think about that one? I I hate it. You hate it. <laughs> I hate all of it. Uh, I if I had a snake in my house, yeah, I'm gonna you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll play tough for a little while, but <laughs> no. I uh, have garden snakes in my yard. Yeah. Under my, I have concrete steps to go to my house. Yeah. And a, they love to live there. Yeah, yeah. And every summer, every summer this happens. As I'm mowing the lawn, one will jet in front of me and I'll scream like a little girl. You know, I'm 6'2", <laughs> 340. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 4,000 times bigger than this thing. They're scary. They're not, they're, once I see as a gardener, it's fine. They're you know, scary. You don't know, though. I yeah, see you don't the know. movement, and I get all like this, and yeah, I do like my little high-stepping thing to get away from Yeah, scary. Yeah. <laughs> high knees, high knees. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. What do you think of it? I, I liked it. It's good, but uh, I think that's true. But we're going to get there here pretty quick. So oh. I, I, I have, do you have one in mind? I do. I do, too. Yeah, I definitely do. I think I caught on something weird, and I, I might be wrong, but we'll see. We will see. Yeah. We Trends. will see. Trends, my friend. Trends. So, Megan, we'll yeah. how we decide on how we got to pick is we rock paper scissors sweet you're a three pumper no 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 we haven't let's talk about this let's make a case mm-hmm. why do you what is four bad do you not like the number four <laughs> does it remind nothing you of against snakes? the number four yes yeah, snakes are widely known as the number four uh, animal what that's she was playing that's with inaccurate me. yeah she was, <laughs> oh. that's called improv Larry. she was yes anding me i did yes and i hated that <laughs> um, excellent improv yes yeah, thank you good. thank you Someone of a pro. Um, no, it's three, and he gets all sad. No, because uh, it's I, bullshit. I did all the math last uh, 2022, and three pumpers kicked their ass. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. more three pumpers. Because <laughs> it's the right way. Yeah, you certainly I really feel like this, it is. There's this bastard four pump way, and I, I don't understand it. It's some kind of weird yeah. cult. Oh, yeah, period. the majority of the country always makes a lot of good decisions. <laughs> oh, when he thought his was the majority, then, then. Uh, no, the right way has to fight back. It's a revolution. Do I need to bring some It's tissues? a revolution. It's a revolution of four pumps. Dirty four pumpers. Yep. All right, we're doing three pumps, so bullshit. Ready? Yeah. Suck it. All right. <laughs> you All can't right. hate it that hard. So sad. So, okay, we got three stories. Call of Duty Snake Ops, Cabin Ghost, and Flushed in Sync. So, I think Call of Duty Snake Ops is true. Mm-hmm. A lot of detail in that. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Flushed in Sync, I think, is true. Mm-hmm. I just do. I'm picking Cabin Ghost for I one. I just do. <laughs> I just do. I just do. Cabin <laughs> Ghost reasoning. is the one, and the reason is... I've noticed a trend. You did something. When somebody tries to reassure me that this is a true story or whatever, they ah, say at the beginning of it, they'll say, yes. this is a true one, or they'll say, this is my favorite one, or they'll try, they'll, they'll put that extra effort into it, and you didn't do it for the other two, but you told me, like, okay, this one's great. Trickeration. That's the reason <laughs> yeah, I'm picking trickeration. it. Trickeration. Is that a word? It is. Well, it's, it's football. Chris Collinsworth, who he hates, I hate Chris uses that word all the time. <laughs> They're adding a little bit of trickeration to the play. <laughs> Why are you bringing his name? Right? I know. I just know it makes you mad. I'm sorry. I should right. have done that. So I'm taking Kevin Ghost. I know. I was letting the Collinsworth comment just simmer for a second so right. you didn't stay angry. <laughs> it's simmered. It's it's simmered. All right. Uh, I too share uh, that assessment of Kevin Ghost. However, 
I don't want to pick the thing you picked just because I don't trust your reasoning. Why didn't you pick it, though? I mean, what, did you, what, what do you think's wrong with it? What, I, I, honestly, I, I was originally going to say that was the lie. But when you picked it, I'm like, man, I can't. we can't always just pick the same one. That's not, that's not fun. Go ahead. We have to explore. We have to explore. Um, that I still get a, a vibe from Flushed in Sync. That the key's probably flushed, but other things maybe didn't happen. And I, that was my original gut reaction when she told the story. And then Kevin goes, happened, I was like... <sighs> Uh, I, I the other problem I have, and I've said this so many times on the show, is when a story is really good and I want it to be true, it usually <laughs> isn't. Yeah. And Call of Duty Snake Ops is the one I want to be true the most, so I'm going to go out of left field. Call of Duty Snake Ops is the blocker. See, I think that's got so much detail, and just the way she told it, I think that one's true. But before we flip that over, if you like what you saw today. On the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, the little red button, that's our subscribe button. Go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe to the podcast and let you know every Tuesday when we have new episodes come out. Support the podcast because it's a small click for you, but a fucking big old clip for us. I, he, yeah, he's got it right. I, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> this, this brings me such joy I right now. The whole microphone thing, too. Uh, I was just trying to feel the energy from it. I can't wait till I see my dreamy Matt Orca and I get to share this moment with him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. There it is. Such a dick. All right. Okay, so Call of Duty. I'm going Cabin Ghost. Let's see it. Are you ready? Let me make sure it's facing the right way. Okay. Cabin Ghost. <laughs> what part of that's not true? <laughs> um, it actually, the entire thing is true, but it happened with my mom, not Matt. Oh, really? A light facade. You're with your mom, or you're, yeah, is your mom and your facade. dad? Uh, my mom and my dad were there, and I was actually only nine, not an adult. Oh. <laughs> is that your first experience with something Damn. like that? No. My first one, I was six, and it was actually my grandpa came to me before he died. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. And I started renting library books about how to deal with your grandparents' death which really freaked out my aunt because it was her brother. Right. So she was like, he's not dying. He's just in the hospital. And I was right. like, no, he came to me. We were playing piano together and he told me. Wow. Yeah. So, so that was my first one. Then just continued on from there. Interesting. So that's going to be a good lead into what we're going to talk about next. Uh, the <laughs> holistic fair right. happening at the block on the 18th of February. What time yes. does it start? We didn't go with that. You're going to put that on. Um, it starts at 10. It's 10 o'clock and goes mm-hmm. to? 6. It's like an eight-hour thing. 10, 10 awesome. a.m.? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't yeah, know. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah, not so, a midnight fair. No, I didn't know. No. <laughs> I, well, a lot of this stuff would make sense overnight, I would say. Madeline kind of went over what there she was doing thing. with her stuff. And by the way, uh, if you want to check this out, in the description below, they'll have links to all this on the podcast, bullhucker.com uh, website. Look under where it says, As Seen on the Bullhucker, we'll have links to all that stuff. Matt's going to put it out on all the... Uh, all the uh, Chamber of Commerce stuff, yes? Yes, the chamber thingies. Okay. The chamber thingies. Not the park thingy, though. That's no, not the park <laughs> thingy. Okay. Not the park thingy on the podcast thingy. So you can check that all on the website. We're going to try and uh, push this. I think it's pretty cool what you guys are doing. Agreed. Uh, Madeline kind of told us what she's going to be doing there. What What are you going to be doing? Um, I'm actually going to be doing readings, but I'll also have a booth. So I'll have a booth running that's selling all of the things that I make, which right. is like I do hand-carved runes. Um, my journals, my grimoires, that kind of thing. I'm hoping to have maybe a couple of the Mead books out by then, but I mean, cool. it just depends on how fast I can bind them. Very cool. How long does it take you to make Mead? Um, it depends on how you want it to taste. So like you can do like a young Mead where it just sits for a couple weeks or you can let it go for a lot longer. If you want okay. like an aged Mead, like an old Mead. So it gets like, it's kind of like wine, like the younger the Mead, the sweeter, the older the mead you get closer to like a merlot kind of like bitter thing what are, what are most people like i think young mead i've noticed it's that young mead popular. sells a lot better just from like 
the meadery I see at the Renaissance Festival I go to. Okay. Which is like my primary judgment. Their sweet meads sell way, way better. Really? Yeah, like fruity meads, like an elderberry mead. That one's really good. What kind of alcohol content is it? Never, I've never had mead. It's one, the one liquor I've never tried. We haven't tested it for alcohol content yet, okay. so I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> There's not like a standard at all? Um, no, I mean, like a lot of them aim for like a 12%, I think, to be competitive with wine. But like you can right. also get them as low as like 6% closer to like an average beer. Who wants that? Yeah. What is the fun in that? I don't even know. Runes. How do you, <laughs> how do you make the runes? I mean, is there, is it like a, how many different kind of runes are there? Or is it limitless? Um, you can do it with anything. So you can put it in like, I mean, they originally were in bone. So you can still do bone, like an animal bone or something like right. that, obviously. Unless you have like, you know, some humans laying around or something. Yeah, you know. He does. Yeah. <laughs> you have their own, right? most certainly does have a few skeletons yeah. in, in his the, closet in the trunk yeah. in the trunk yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the hookers you can make his, hooker rooms. I was, wait a second <laughs> we were just <laughs> those would sell whatever those would sell dude <laughs> the trunk is your ass in this connection right and you just said dead people were in your ass oh no Matt Orcutt can you believe talks to me like this Matt <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> you said it, but but ruins. I mean, I, I I'm just trying to understand because I don't know anything about ruins. No, I, yeah, I, I know basically what they are. Ruins. 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 Oh, I think said ruins. 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 Okay, my bad. Just making sure. <laughs> I'm trying to stay sane over here. That's all it is. Yeah. I just am trying to ask. <laughs> Such an asshole to me. How many, so? Uh, how does it work with the ruins? How do you how do you read them? Do, is it like where you put them in a like package and roll them and then there's a couple ways so okay. some people like to reach in and like pull out whatever runes kind of speech them and then they lay them out i like to kind of cast them out and then see what ends up in my little center circle that's on this mat that i have and then i'll read the ones that are facing up there have you ever had one uh, have you ever read someone's runes that uh freaked you out no not really actually no. not with runes no they're more like blunt assholes so like they will just tell you really like rough truths about yourself so i've had some that upset other people but sure. like i'm also kind of a blunt person so Did they you, usually don't hurt my feelings i mean i'm married to matt was it <laughs> <laughs> if you knew orca that's understood um so, so uh, you've given out some pretty bad news then yeah more like about themselves so it really talks about you as a person oh, less about like I your see. future or anything oh, like that so you know you can be like oh you know, what is happening with this thing? And it'll be like, oh, well, I mean, if you weren't so self-centered and stuck on yourself, maybe wow. that would be okay. Like, so. That's pretty I think I'm you know? more afraid of that than I am the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want. I don't taking a look know. at yourself. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> How accurate do you think they are, in your honest opinion? Uh, they've been pretty accurate for me right. so far. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what else do you say you do? Um, I also do the tarot readings. Those okay. are a lot softer. Sure. Um, they tell more of a story as opposed to just like blunt advice. So right. Those, right. Like, I like tarot reading. And then I also do uh, pendulums. So those are more of like a yes or no question. How does that work? You like hold it? Yeah, you literally like hold it up and then it'll swing like yes or no. Mm. Like a head nodding, like yes. No. So so if you and I were doing it, I'd ask you questions that I want to know and they would answer them. Is that mm -hmm. kind of okay? All right. Yep. What do you think about that one? I really like that one just because okay. it's it's direct, so it's less confusing for the person that you're reading for. Like, right. You know. So they have to they have to be very careful how they craft their question. Yes. Yeah. So it hmm. has to be a yes or no. If you live it ambiguous, it just kind of goes in a circle until you figure out how to ask it better. I gotcha. You, huh. you wouldn't happen to have a pendulum on you right now, would you? Um. I mean, this is kind of a pendulum. Would you feel comfortable? We can cut it out, but would you feel comfortable try, trying it, yeah. testing it out? Yeah. Yeah, let's give her a shot, man. I like this. What are you, what are you doing? That um, what's your favorite thing to do? What what do you uh, enjoy the most? Out of everything that I do, like business wise. Yes, out of uh, uh, the stuff that you're going to do at the fair. What's your 
What do you um, like? The, what do you enjoy the most? Man, I that's a hard one because they each have such a different thing. I really enjoy tarot, though. Cool. Like, okay. Out of all the readings. All right. I do. I enjoy that. It goes a little more in depth. Like it's kind of more of a conversation starter, and I like to talk, mm-hmm. so that works really well for me. What What are you strongest at? Do you feel? Oh, and that's hard. Okay. That's hard. I have a. Uh, I have like. You know, like I'm I'm good at them, but I also have setbacks in each of them too. Sure. You know. Sure. So. It's all it's all like a learning experience. I mean, every time you do a reading, you learn to touch more. Maybe so. I should ask okay. the question: What are you most confident in doing? Ooh, I'm most confident in tarot. Tarot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, pendulums also, just because they're incredibly simple. You know, right. it's kind of like: Are you more comfortable spelling words or doing the alphabet? And you're like, well, obviously the alphabet. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. So pendulums are the easiest. So, do you have any yes or no questions? What do you What do you need from us? Yeah, what do you need? Like a just ask questions right there. Do you need to use that? Yeah. Do you have a question? Knock it out. I have a question. Am I on the right career path? Don't we have to do a yes or no? Or that is a yes or no, right? But I mean, write it on there. See how it's going super strong. Yeah. Does that mean yes? Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Yeah. Cool. And the harder it swings, the more of a yes you're getting. Is Larry an asshole? I'll stop it. Is Larry an asshole? I hate to see this swing. It was unsure for a minute. Did you see that? What's that? It was unsure. It was spinning in a circle. (laughs) But now it's like, yeah, he is a bit of an asshole. It's giving you a soft yes, though. You're just a soft asshole. You know what? I'll take it, bro. (laughs) I'll take it. I can find people to argue that. That was awesome. You have any questions? I I can't think of one. Try one. Try something. Like anything you can think of. Uh, Am I Matt's hero? There it is. Okay. There it is. Swing, 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 swing. It's going to be no, like so quick. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, <my> God, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <no>. <laughs> oh shit, that's humbling. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I, of course. I, I, I'm gonna throw. Can we do one more? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, is the uh, brush emporium gonna be successful? Oh, you watch this yeah, it's yeah, a good one. Okay, a good question. All right, all right. Here we go. All right. So we have dead air. I'm gonna go ahead and start talking there. So. That's a yes. Uh, yeah. Wait, oh, it's oh, spinning it's a little bit. It's, it's thinking. Question, yeah. It's question. It's, it's pretty sure it's a yes, yeah. but it's still ambiguous. There's something more okay. it's that almost has like to be decided before it can answer. Well, the work needs to, yeah, needs to be completed. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. All right. And if we curse that, it's on me. I'm sorry. I'll yeah, that's his fault. <laughs> I'll sorry, I'll, Gilbert. I'll, I'll he sell did the thing this. I own and uh, yep. hook you up. So, uh, yeah, this is that was cool. That was cool because yeah. it gave yeah. you all three, all three options. It yeah. gave you a maybe, a yes, and a no all at once. That was fun. Do you have a special route or a special one you use? I do. This one, I just I like to wear, and I, I use it for like on the spot readings. But mm-hmm. I actually have a, a really pretty pretty black one that has like this like brass colored flowers that go down it. Do you cool. do you make those yourself, or is that something you purchase, or is no? That... I just kind of I. Sell them so I buy them and then I just put them onto a necklace and then I sell them as either a necklace or a pendulum depending on how witchy the person that is sure. looking at buying it yeah. is. Right, right. Huh. So yeah. But I do. That I sell them cool. in my booth also. So pendulums, runes, journals. Sweet. And the journals. Yeah. My kid makes masks also and sells them to the kids that come to the festivals. Oh, awesome. very nice. Yeah, well, they're like Jason masks and he spray paints them. Oh, very cool. Dig it. Yeah. That's cool. And that'll all be here at the Holistic Fair yes. on the fifth or the eighteenth uh, of 18th. At the block. Yeah. 
Very from cool. 10 to 6. This is back-to-back weeks of some pretty fun stuff. Yeah, th- yeah, this I love when... I always say this on the podcast every single week. It's been weeks since I've said it since then. You said it last week with Madeline. <laughs> no, I just love... Last time we saw her. I love meeting people from different walks of life and learning yes. about what they do and stories, and it's yes. just so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think I get siloed. I'm, you know, I have all my own preconceived notions and my own beliefs, and uh, something that this podcast definitely given me an opportunity opportunity to do is not just challenge it, but learn about what other people think around me. And just You never know till you ask, right? Yeah, everyone's beliefs are interesting. Yeah. They, they really are, and that's one thing I'm really going to aim at, at 2023 is getting diversity on this podcast. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, just all walks of life, you know, because you don't with you and Madeline, it was this has been very interesting to me because that's something I don't know a lot about, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, it's stuff you hear about, it's stuff you you know you kind of half-ass know, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's been it's been fun to have, actually get to sit down and ask people questions about it, you know, and and kind of see and this whole supernatural aspect of it. Like you're very sensitive to it too, right? Yes. And uh, when's the last time you saw something? Um, I see it at my house all the time. Okay. Yeah, my house yeah. is just chock full. A lot of activity. Man, Matt's actually told me that too. Does he see it or no? Um, I don't know if he sees it, but I know he hears it. Okay. So he okay. hears things, talk to him sometimes. And Let's see it, stuff like that. Has I experiences, love. yeah. So, so fun. It's so fun. To, and and it's, it's awesome. If you want to come check out the podcast, by the way, there is a contact form on thebullhucker.com. Get a hold of me. Last night we had the Chamber of Commerce, and I had a few people uh, actually approach me and tell me they were interested in doing it. So Good. That's what we want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So it's been so much fun. Megan, thank you so much for coming on. It was oh, yeah, pleasure. thank you. Did this you have a good fun. time? I did have a good time. Were you nervous? Um, a little bit. See, that's a, that's the thing. It's it's uh, people to get people out of their comfort zone is the toughest part about this, right? Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's podcast. Not mm-hmm. many people have done podcasts, and right. it's sort of new. But I think uh, you create a warm and welcoming atmosphere. I'll compliment you and mean it. Uh, it's <laughs> it makes it easy to talk to people, and it's good. I got a compliment. Yeah, no, you never did. again. You want to know why? What? No offense. That was bullshit. I am his hero. Okay. <laughs> Little Stone was wrong. Hold up. Let, okay. me read, let me read your palm again. <laughs> Little Stone was wrong. <laughs> let, me, let me read that palm again, dude. Okay. Hey, but th- th- once again, thank you, Megan, so much for coming on. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm Moose awesome. Lundstrom. I'm Maddie G. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.